Bonjour and welcome to a new edition of Notes from Minnesota. I am your hostess with the mostest, Beth Ann Erickson. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, it's been a while. I, uh, I'm going to have to apologize right off the bat. I'm Last month sucked. What can I say? It was my cancerversary, and uh, I think I mentioned that last time. And um, yeah, think, things didn't exactly unfold the way I had hoped. Uh, I'll give you the abbreviated version because nobody loves gross stories or anything. That's, well, this isn't really exactly gross, but um, uh, I, I will begin my story by uh, just emphasizing once again what a stupid month last month was uh the cancerversary let's just hop right into it i won't waste your time um it didn't unfold the way i had hoped it was a bit of a bummer everything was going basically well the thing with a cancerversary is you there's a million flipping tests you have to do and this was i knew this was going to go not go really super because it was year four been four years since i was diagnosed and um it was going to be the biggie I, I, they, they were checking everything and i i'm not sure why this was the year they're checking everything or if it just landed that way i don't know but i had i, I was going to the hospital weekly waiting for test results it, it's it messes with messed with my mind what can i say um had to have a full colonoscopy, had to go in for a complete physical, had to have CAT scans, had to have all these different blood tests. And um, they even checked my eyeballs. What can I say? Everything got checked. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy and embarrassing and odd at the same time. But yeah, they checked everything. And um, I've, I actually passed almost everything i mean every time i'd have a test it'd be you know it'd be oh you're good yep you're good and uh, i was feeling a little bit cocky i guess i don't know if that's the right word um my final last week of testing was um i had to go in for a cat scan on a monday and then i had to see the oncologist on a thursday for the big reveal and um cat scan went fine you know as far as i knew and I had to wait and wait and wait and wait. Went in on Thursday. And of course, you have to wait and wait and wait in that stupid waiting room. And I was thinking, okay, when I get done here, I'm going to go caribou coffee, get my Northern Light decaf, and just have a great time. Didn't quite happen because my oncologist walked in the room and then she said, um, hey, everything looks great. And I'm like, cool, see you later then. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. Everything looks great except for your left ovary there is a mass on your left ovary and i was like no and then they started using words like complex and i i can't remember the exact wording in fact i can't even find the paper anymore that but um the radiologist sent it to another radiologist who looked at it and they both thought it looked pretty suspicious and then my oncologist thought it looked pretty suspicious. See, whenever you go to the doctor, you don't really want to hear the word suspicious. That's just not a good sign. Write that in your notebook and keep track of that. Um, next thing I knew, I was on the cancer roller coaster again. Um, I, I was kind of flipping out and uh, they were going to... I, I can't remember what happened because my all I could hear in my head was screaming. And I looked over at my husband and 
he had that weird look on his face, the same one that he had when I was initially diagnosed. And um, we, uh, I remember her mentioning that she was going to make an appointment for me in the Twin Cities to see a surgical gynecologist oncologist or something like that. I was like, oh my God, I can't drive in the Twin Cities. That's all I could remember thinking. I, I live in the middle of nowhere in central Minnesota. And the Twin Cities is like three hours away. And they they have four-lane highways there. I don't like to merge. I'm used to driving behind combines and, and you know, like trying to get around them. But, yeah, Beth is going to learn how to drive in the Twin Cities. It, it was apparent. So she was going to get all that set up. And um, I was kind of flipping out. And I went home, and then I got a call in the, the next morning that they wanted to do one um, verification um, because by then I had called my um, my family doctor, and I was beginning to whine to him. And uh, I never got to talk to him. I talked to his nurse. His nurse, by the way, is wonderful. It was Friday afternoon when I got the call saying, um, why don't you run if you have time? to uh, the clinic again and I'll have someone take your blood and we'll do one final ovarian cancer tumor marker test uh, if you have time to do that and I, I was quite terrified but I, I was you know I, I wanted this verified as well right now it was just this huge suspicious suspicion that I had a to another tumor so I hopped in the car, they took some blood, blah, 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 got home, and um, I was pretty much not real thrilled, but, you know, I understand. I was going to get to wait the entire weekend. It was now Friday afternoon. I was not going to hear anything till Monday. I was going to find out on Monday how bad the cancer was, if it was cancer, but they had a pretty good hunch it was. I was going to find out where I was going in in the Twin Cities, what my treatment plan was going to be. I was looking up things on Dr. Google. Uh, it was, <laughs> by the way, another piece of advice you can put in your pocket. Don't consult Dr. Google. Not necessarily a good thing. But anyhow, so I knew I had a long wait in for me and I, I was determined to not be cranky. Which, by the way, when you decide you're not going to be cranky, makes it a little bit harder to not be cranky. But I, I, I don't know. I don't think I was that bad, except for the fact, here's where it gets really ugly, in my opinion. I had my, this little puppy, her name was Rudy, and she's just fantastic. She was my writing partner for 11 years. She, um, she came to us as a puppy, and she's been by my side through everything, through all of my book releases, and she was with me during the cancer her and I would walk twice a day together. It, I, I just would say her name. I'd just whisper her name. I'd walk into a room. I'd hear her tail thump. She would see me, and she would wag, and I'd whisper her name, and she'd be right there. I mean, she was like my shadow. She was not doing well. She was doing, you know, so I was going to all these oncology appointments in between going to vet clinics because something really bad was going on with my little Rue. And... um Oh, I remember that was what happened on Friday. On Friday, I wound up at the veterinarian again, too, and they finally did a um, did an x-ray, and uh, she had congestive heart failure. Her heart was huge, and she couldn't breathe, and she couldn't hardly walk. And so they gave us some medication to try 
So in between going to the oncologist, I was trying to give my dog congestive heart failure medication and I'd look at her and I'd say, you can't die yet, Rue, you can't die yet. But on uh, Saturday morning, I, I found out about all this cancer on Friday and then on Saturday morning, little Rudy couldn't walk anymore and she couldn't stand and I'd kind of stand her in the room and I'd kind of try to help her I'd be like come on you can do it you can do it and her legs would just start slipping out sliding out from under her and it was very apparent that she was dying she hadn't eaten for a week I was injecting um dog food into her mouth to help her to but she on Saturday morning she couldn't even swallow anymore and on Saturday morning so Friday I find out I have might have cancer again and Saturday morning Rudy died. She just died. I still miss her. It's been a while. She was a good dog. And so I got to wait until Monday without my little Rudy, which really, really, really sucked. Oh, sorry. Crying on the podcast. You know, it's kind of good when a dog breaks your heart when they die because that means you loved them. It means you probably did a lot of things right because she was a very good dog. Anyway, I woke up on Monday morning and I was so sad. My heart was broke, breaking. It still does break a little. And I wasn't sure if I had cancer or not. And it was 7.56 a.m., the phone rang. And it was my doctor, my, my personal doctor. And he is so sweet. I have the best doctor in the world. He is the kindest man you've ever met. I picked up the phone and I was like, yep, whoa, okay. And he said, well, I'll tell you what, Beth. I knew you were probably struggling with this because every cancer patient doesn't want to have cancer again. So I thought I'd call you before I started seeing patients and he said I put a rush on all your tests on Friday and all the result is back and I wanted to let you know that your ovarian cancer tumor marker and he said a bunch of crazy medical crap after that the exact name of the test I couldn't tell you because I, I was just like good or bad good or bad come on guy um he said your tumor marker came back totally normal he said you do not have ovarian cancer. He said, I still want you to see a gynecologist and I've set up an appointment for you and um, we'll just find out what it is. And um, wow, you have no idea how awesome it was to find out that I still didn't have cancer because the thing is, if I can make it five years without a recurrence of my colon cancer, they're gonna let me out of the cancer ward. I won't have to go there again unless I get cancer again. And I I was heartbroken over Rudy and I was even more heartbroken over the thought that I had made it four years and I was never gonna get to leave that place. And so, you know, I can't help but wonder, I'm pretty sure Rudy knows that everything turned out. And I'm sure that she's in a place where she can breathe and she can walk again. And life is pretty darn precious right now because I am still 
classified as no evidence of disease, and that is the best it can possibly be. And I am so very, very pleased that things turned out for me. I'm very, very sad that things didn't turn out for Rudy. But then there's one last little bit to the story. I made it two whole weeks without my little girl, my little Rudy, and I couldn't take it anymore. My office was too quiet. I know I didn't want a dog. There's no way. I mean, I, she's irreplaceable. But I went to the Humane Society anyway just to see what they had and if there might be one, a puppy there that would need some love because I still have some love to give. And they didn't have even one dog. And I was like, oh, man, what, what are the chances? I'm ready to, to go for it. Because I just need to honor my little Rudy by helping another animal in need. And the lady there, she said, you know, we don't have any dogs, but we have this unusual cat, this kitten. I want you to take a look at it. And she put this little white kitty in my arms. And this little kitty had the bluest eyes ever. And I knew she was supposed to be with me. And so we adopted her. Her name was Shakia or something like that. But we changed her name to La, uh, Lena. She, her name is Lena Lovegood, named after a mytho mythological um, sorceress. There's the word. A mythological sorceress who steals the hearts of men because she instantly stole my heart. And if you go, if we're friends on Facebook... You'll see lots of pictures of her there. I'm also on Instagram. I haven't figured it out yet, but I have figured out how to post pictures. I don't know. Is that all you do on Instagram? I may have to look that up. But that's um, that's the cancer version in a nutshell. It was a roller coaster. Uh, everything emerged different than what went into it. I went in, a happy puppy owner came out, a an exhausted cat owner and life has changed. It's just really weird without to do this without my Rudy. But it's refreshing to do it with little Lena. And uh, so with that, I guess I'm going to wrap it up. And I, if you have a animal you live with, don't take them for granted. I, honest to God, didn't see Rudy's dying. I really didn't. She was a good dog and a good, a really great companion. And now I have a crazy little kitten who has made me bleed a few times. Just saying. Rudy never made me bleed, but hey, I guess that's a cat. Stupid claws. Anyway, thank you. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to Notes from Minnesota. Head to my website. Check out my books. Ugh, what a life. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>